0: Hey, sisters, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute and recognize where you are at. Maybe you have been listening to the podcast for a while and implementing some of the really amazing tips and tools that are proven to help you, and you're starting to experience a little bit of relief. Or maybe it seems really overwhelming, or maybe you're just catching this for the first time. You know, before I fell myself, deep into hormonal chaos, I didn't even know what perimenopause was. So there's a lot of miseducation and lack of education out there before we even figure out that we don't have to be suffering this way. I wanted to remind you that there are a few ways that you can always work with me, whether it's toe dipping or whether it's all in or somewhere in between. I want you to take control of your body and never have to suffer again. And that is the goal of the Period Whisperer brand. And this podcast is to give you the education that you need, the steps and strategies that you need to get there in whatever container of support is going to work for you. I want you to be able to decode the whispers of your body so that you can always feel confident that you know your path back to feeling awesome. Because we all get... Off path sometimes. So listen... Go to my website. I'll make sure to put the link here. Swipe up and grab the link to my website. Check out my courses there. There are some amazing quick my quick courses. You can get results with fast with my 10 hormone hacks. There is some great mindset stuff with my walking hormone balancing meditations. There is a full course in the Balance Your Sheet Blueprint that you can follow on your own. Or if you want a more personal touch, which is the way I love to work, come on into the perimenopause posse. It is a small investment, but it is a huge value. We do monthly challenges where we follow my exact P4 formula to get you results. And have dozens of bonus trainings, an incredible group of women going through the same thing to help you keep accountable, and also a weekly live call with me, weekly live coaching to get your questions answered. Finally, if you're someone who doesn't want to mess around and wants a customized strategy you can always apply for one of my hormone healing analysis strategy analysis this <laughs> strategy calls which is a 90-minute call where we customize a program and protocol to you with a follow-up call to make sure that it works or you can apply to work with me one-on-one I might have not have spots available right now it is my most in-depth container every client of mine that comes in and follows through with me gets results so don't suffer. Reach out now, take control now, and feel the best you've ever felt. All right, grab your pen and paper. Let's dive. Hey, hey, my amazing perimenopause sisters. Bria here, host of the Period Whisperer podcast. Huge things for you. You're a top 5% wellness podcast in the world, which is big because the wellness industry is big. And this is our 100th episode. So if you've been around since the beginning or you shared this with someone or you wrote a review or you're just popping on for the first time and you will write a review and share this with someone, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for helping me spread this message to educate more women, to understanding what is happening in their bodies and that they don't need to suffer and that they have a lot more control over it. And without doing more than they think. This is what we are about. And I'm going to prove it to you. Let me, let me share some crazy stats with you. So, obviously, 100% of women go through perimenopause, which is simply the shifting of hormones as we, the transitioning of hormones as we move into achieving menopause into menopause. Now, 73% of women suffer in silence, have things that are so uncomfortable that they should seek help and they never do, probably because it's such a taboo topic. It's not a topic we discuss. In fact, 50% of women, and I was one of these women, didn't even know the difference between perimenopause and menopause. This is just proof to us that we are so misguided and under-educated here. And it's not our fault, but this is our opportunity to start to learn more. And that's why I want to shed this information with you and spread it along. And as a part of our 100 episode, I'm excited to just bring it back to the basics as we kick off kind of season two of the Period Whisperer podcast and walk you through my own hormonal chaotic story so that you can recognize yourself in some of that and give you just the first Key things I did to start to feel better, sleep through the night, and release. But let's just go back to those stats again. 100% of women go through perimenopause and menopause. 73% suffer and do not ever seek help. We're suffering in silence. We should not suffer in silence. 50% of us don't even know the difference or that there is a difference between perimenopause and menopause, and there is. And get this, one of the top complaints of women going through perimenopause and menopause is weight gain, unexplained weight gain, inability to sleep, right? Inability to to shed that weight, to feel better, to have the energy to do those things. And yet, more than ever, the wellness and weight loss industry is booming at $224 billion a year. What does this tell us? It tells us that what they are offering us is not working for us, right? If it was working for us, we wouldn't be suffering. So let's change that, shall we? Let's dive in. Okay. If you are new or if it's been a little while, Before I was deep, neck deep, and deeply passionate about women's hormonal health, I was really passionate about health and fitness in general. I have been 15 years in the health and wellness industry, first as as an online fitness coach, a nutrition coach, and personal trainer. Um... And I built my career helping women feel better in their bodies. But it was around the time of when I was 35, 36, 37, I had a major move with my family from Canada to the US. And along with that major move was a lot of stress, as you can imagine, two young kids, My daughter really started to struggle with anxiety. I was solo parenting about 98% of the time and still trying to run my business and do all of the things that we know women are doing, handling the emotional labor of life. And what was starting to get under my skin first was hearing from my clients, hearing from my women, my people that I was helping, that all of a sudden these great habits we had of getting up and working out in the morning and eating certain ways were no longer serving them, no longer helping them. And all of a sudden they were attacked with brain fog and periods that were keeping them back from wanting to do their workout and crazy cravings and unexplained weight gain. And you know, because I was also going through such a stressful time, it really it hit my heart, it hit my confidence as an online coach. I couldn't figure out why all of a sudden it wasn't working. And I took a little step back because my family needed me, but also because I wasn't feeling super confident about how to help these women anymore. And then suddenly, around the age of 37, all of these things I'd been hearing from my clients started happening to me. It started where I could barely make it through the afternoon without crazy brain fog or just Fatigue. I was either desperate for sugar in the afternoon or I was falling asleep on the couch at 7.30 at night. And then it moved into some really rough digestive issues. I was just having digestive issues all over the place. My stomach was always bloated, always really uncomfortable. And then this impacted my mood. I all of a sudden didn't have any patience. I was frustrated. I was more emotional. My period started to become a little erratic. And the final straw that broke the camel's back for me, and I I remember this, I remember after the summer, one summer, feeling so uncomfortable in my body all summer, and I kept going back to those things that I had done. Okay, I'm just going to get up and push myself through this workout, you know, drink my water, you know, try to eat these balanced, you know, portion-sized meals, and... All of a sudden my sleep started going a bit haywire. I was laying awake at night, unable to sleep. My leggings were getting tighter on my body. And you guys, as someone who was in the wellness industry, who was making who'd made a career out of helping other people feel better in their bodies, when I couldn't feel better in mine, it hit me to an all new low. I knew something wasn't right. So I made an appointment with my doctor. I had all the blood work done. I was 38 years old or almost 38 at this point, 37, 38. We went through all the questions and she looked at me and she said, Bria, you're the picture of health. This is just normal. If it's hormones, it's just normal. And I left almost with a heavy heart. You know, on one hand, I was really glad that I didn't have one of the horrible diseases or sicknesses or illnesses that comes up when you Google night sweats and night wakings and insomnia and joint pain and indigestion, right? But on the other hand, I was really disheartened that I didn't know what was going on in my body. And specifically, I sat there, you guys, and was thinking, if I, at 38, 37, 38, have been in the wellness industry, I have these really good habits, and this is as good as I'm going to feel, I don't know that I can do it. I don't know that I want the next 38 years. And it was a dark, dark moment for me. And I knew... Once I'd finally gotten a little bit more sleep and took a few deep breaths, I knew this couldn't be it. There's no way I could spend the rest of my life feeling worse even than I did now or even feeling how I did. It was sinking me into a depression. I was growing in anxiety. And so I decided to dive in for research. This is what I'd always done. Whenever I'm stuck somewhere, I always start to research. And I took... Classes and I got certified in a lot of things. (laughs) I got certified in my holistic health coaching, in integrative nutrition coaching. I got certified in female hormones, in gut health. And I learned so much about what was really going on in the female body. And I was mostly shocked that I'd never heard of it before. But the, what I learned, and if you've been following this podcast, you follow me on social media, what I learned is that ultimately this shifting of our hormones kind of creates this perfect storm of stress inside the female body. Now, in a life where we don't have social media bombarding us at all times, or negative media coming at us, or pandemics, or you know, the stress of raising, you know, teenage kids and aging parents or peaking careers, right? In all of these different worlds, our body can navigate this quite naturally, this shifting of hormones. But we don't live in that world anymore. More than ever, women are in a place where, yes, We are responsible still for the bulk of our children and the family dynamic as well as the emotional labor of our life, massive workload. Plus, we have careers. We have big careers. Some of us are the breadwinners in our families. So we have big careers that, and even if they aren't huge careers, they are things that matter and require effort for us. We have kids we are raising. We have parents that are aging. We have social media telling us how we should be, who we should be, when we should be, what we should be. We have blue light coming at us. And then the pandemic hit and we are in this, this is this perfect storm of where suddenly the stress is too much for our hormones. So we're not just now navigating the gentle rolling waves of a hormonal shift the way a teenager does in puberty or the way you know, a pregnant woman does in the first trimester or postpartum, now we're in tsunami dangerous land. And the problem with this landscape that I learned is that even our healthy habits, so I was waking up every single morning, To push myself through a pretty intense workout, which was spiking my cortisol levels. Not only that, this was my answer. I thought I need to work out in order to feel better about myself, but I didn't have the energy to work out. So then I was starting my day with a double dose of pre-workout, which is highly caffeinated. So I'm waking up, spiking my cortisol, spiking my cortisol even more, and then I was exhausted for the rest of the day. It was, the cortisol was suppressing my progesterone, making my estrogen just completely out of whack, and I was suffering. And this is what so many of us are doing. The other issue is that it's not just Here's where the final part of the perfect storm happens. You can see like how I explained so much is happening at midlife for women. But the other thing that nobody talks about, we've been taught that midlife is this part where we're just gonna age, we're gonna get hot, we're gonna gain weight, and we're gonna be miserable for a while. And then the only bonus to it is that we're not gonna bleed anymore at some point. Midlife, the story that has been missed is it is actually a potent and powerful time for women to thrive. It is the first time in our life where finally our hormones are no longer driving us to procreation and they allow us to therefore have the space and capacity to manage how what our dreams are, to actually have clarity of past traumas to stop suppressing our needs and really set boundaries, and discover what we want, finally we are open and available, like neurologically and physiologically, to take our life to the levels we want it to be, whatever that looks like for you. Massive success has happened in women's 40s and 50s because of this shift. Just Google it. Women who became millionaires and billionaires in their 40s and 50s, and you will see Many women that just started at this age, this is a prime time for women. No one's telling this to us. And then we're bogged down by by symptoms and we're not even getting help for those symptoms and even the help that's offered to those symptoms isn't helping. (laughs) You can see my passion and my frustration for this. It doesn't have to be this complicated, but this is what I uncovered. And it was hard to believe I was like, really? So if I stop working out and I stop having caffeine, won't I start gaining weight because I'm not working out? Won't I gain more weight? Won't I feel badly about myself? And it was a real mind mess. I had to take some real time to breathe through the discomfort that comes up when you try to make changes. So instead of waking up at 4.30 in the morning, I let myself sleep. I let myself sleep until I woke up naturally or until about a half an hour before I had to wake up to support my kids in their journey towards school. And instead of a pre-workout or caffeine, I started my day with warm water and lemon because that supports the enzymes in the lemon can really help support and give a hug to our liver, which is overworked right now, handling the cortisol, the excess toxins, all the um, excess hormones that it needs to metabolize. And I took 30 minutes to either breathe on the mat or do some yoga. And I did these three things, you guys for four months straight. And in that process, there were a lot of times where I was triggered, where I had cravings, where I watched myself want to reach for something else, want to go back to old habits that I had. But that's the beautiful part about changing. When you stop numbing the rough edges of your life, you start to recognize why they're there in the first place. And for some of my clients, they recognize maybe they're not happy in their career and they need to start to make changes. For some of my clients, they realize that, you know, the reason they're reaching for alcohol or sugar all the time is because they're, they're doing too much in their life and they haven't actually set any proper boundaries and they need help. And they've avoided that piece. And now they're finally empowered and able to start setting those boundaries. For some of my clients, they realize that they're really unhappy in their relationship. And that it's time to take a deep breath and do that work with their partner or get out of that relationship. There's a lot of things that come up. For some of my clients, they've even finally had to come to terms with past traumas. And for me, what I finally realized, what I had been suppressing for so very long was how unhappy, how out of touch I was with my own body and how unhappy I was in my relationship. How many, how long I had compromised my truth and how long I had suppressed my true self which for me was finally realizing and then coming to terms with the fact that I had been a a gay woman playing a heterosexual role for a very long time. So more than ever, you guys, that's not going to be your story necessarily. (laughs) That was my story. But what I want you to take away from this episode, this episode 100, Cause I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so grateful to have you guys here, is how important it is to calm the chaos of your hormones so that you can unleash not only the body, but the true life that you want. Whatever that is, whatever you've overlooked, whatever you've suppressed, whatever you have put aside... This is your time. But the first step is calming that hormonal chaos. And we have to do it strategically in line with your hormones. This is what I teach you inside of all of my containers and all of my programs. So if you haven't reached out, please do. Let me help you calm that chaos and unearth what is there for you because it is big and it is worthy and it is time. And even if it's scary, you can do it. Trust me, you can do really hard things. So not only did, yes, my life change, but I'm finally able to live a life that I'm free in and that I love and that I'm excited about. But my body just released these 15 pounds that it had been slowly building up. My digestion improved, my sleep improved, and I got to be really in tune with my body. Take a deep breath, sisters. As we head into season two of The Period Whisperer, the next 100 episodes, it's time for you to know your body, trust your body, and become one with it so that you can feel amazing and unleash the body and life that you love. All right, please share this episode, tag me in it, send me a direct message if it hit home or if it resonated with you write a review, please. This is how I get this podcast out to any other people. And by all means, be more in your life and not just less on a scale. We'll catch you next week.